Welcome to episode 27 of Drew's Baseball Crew. It's great to be back here. Myself, Drew Skyberg, here on this Saturday morning, May 27th. Here we are. We will be previewing the slate today for right Major League Baseball. And I say it's great to be back, as as you all have known. Um, I made it aware last week I was going to be gone this week. I was out in Vermont. So uh, it was pretty good. The awesome experience, um, and you know, out there is very nice. So I would recommend if you are interested in going up and enjoying some outdoor life, Vermont, New Hampshire. It's a great getaway place. I think it's a great way to say it. Um, but I had, you know, we had some content out this week. You got to see myself. I was out Monday morning. All right, we previewed. We talked about Wisconsin sports. We previewed the upcoming week for the Brewers. Then on Tuesday, I was joined alongside Jared Vlaski and Zach Rauch to discuss what's going on in football, some fantasy football dilemmas we all have, but some games as well. Then Wednesday, I sat down um, with Maddie Sharonbrock, a club volleyball player, discussed her journey, how she, you know, how she ended up playing for the NCBF National Volleyball. I, I think, or it's NVCF. It, it's one of those two. I, I mix that acronym up sometimes, but. It's great all three days there, three episodes there. And here's episode number four this week, uh, bringing you like that preview scheduling before we start. Right, We'll get right into it after. Um, Sunday or Monday, I'll be bringing the Memorial Day edition of Drew Sports Crew there. And we'll be talking through what's going on with the you know, Brewers. Again, our thoughts are with Willie Adamas right now. You know, And that's just Major League Baseball wide, right, um, with that. Getting hit with that foul ball yesterday, pretty tragic. Um, prayers with him as well. But otherwise, um, we'll talk about the EWC, we'll talk about playoffs, what's going on there. Um, and then we'll move forward. Again, Journey Milling probably be later in the week. Um, so I'll keep you all posted on that. And then right, we'll preview some baseball on Saturday. How does that sound? I think it sounds great. So let's get going here. That's your sports crawl platforms. Here's the slate. Here we go. We have a game already 12.05 in two hours from now, 12.05 Central. So, you know, we got to make some quick decisions here. Luis Severino is going to help us make that decision. Um, XBA of 216 against the current San Diego Padres roster. Also, what, what I like is the exit velo numbers are pretty low for the team. Eliminate hard contact, right? And then the XWOBA also complements the XBA very well here, 267. So, like those numbers. Michael Waka has gotten hit around pretty tough for, you know, pretty hard for uh, against this Yankees roster. Um, again, with his time in Boston, it definitely impacts that. Waka, not a great matchup for him today. Let's go. Let's look at some other guys here. Chris Bassett is actually a guy who I'm looking at against the current Minnesota Twins roster. Good numbers, right? Um, K, K percentage of 30%. I like those numbers. Pablo Lopez, not so much against this Toronto Blue Jays team. So, Maybe not Lopez today. So Andrew Heaney's numbers are not so great, but we the the thing that why we like ballpark pals so much again is why I constantly mention mention them, put them in the link of the show, is they have their model right. It also lo- can look at the last you know set amount of pitches um, a, a pitcher has, so it actually ends up giving you more recent because again we can't use Zach Greinke's career numbers against the specific player with how he's, you know, changed over the last 10 years. Or like Madison Bumgarner, for example, right? We're not going to use an at-bat that he was when Harris were facing him in 2014, 
doesn't make sense. So that's just my thoughts. I got a matchup for you I'm looking at. There's there's two of them. I'm looking at Brady Singer versus the Washington Nationals. We kind of saw what Singer had going on last year at the end of the year. Um, hasn't been that as great as that, but has has great numbers against this Washington Nationals team. XBA of 207, XWOBA 267, K percentage 35%. Very nice. Vince Velasquez with the Pirates. So we saw we saw pitcher supposedly going to be a pitcher's duel in Seattle last night with Kirby and Keller going, and Pirates had seven home runs. I mean, it was Mariners scored a bunch of runs too. It was like okay, not the case. But Velasquez has great numbers for his career against the Seattle Mariners team. Luis Castillo. He does as well. I mean, the the underlying numbers aren't so great, right? I mean, the the average and the ex woba are are in the woba are better than the expected ones. So that leads me to kind of be less hesitant, you know, more hesitant on that. Um, and yes, I am reading this right. Are you ready? Tyler Glasnow is pitching today. Yes, I mean, I should start the episode with that. This like it's Glasnow versus Kershaw and Tropicana. 310 Central. Just saying, that's going to be a good one. Um, hard to say you can take Glasnow today. I don't know what kind of limit we're going to be looking at. It's also the Rays. Uh, Kershaw's looked better, looked as good as, as it gets. Um, XBA of 201. Yeah, I mean, Kershaw definitely take it. I'd be in one pitcher, I might want more upside. And Kershaw has, of course, that upside you feel, but I think Kershaw's a safe bet in two pitcher. A two-pitcher lineup today. Charlie Morton, Zach Wheeler. Um, you know, looking at Morton, looking at Wheeler. Um, Wheeler has the sample size. Think about he's been the analyst his whole career. Against his current lab, Braves roster, he's 225 plate appearances we can use. So, And the numbers uh, tend to go Wheeler's way, too. So I'd look at Wheeler. Give him a look. Uh, Morton as well. Not so much, though. So Corbin Burns has really good numbers against the Giants for his career, but he's struggled the last five starts. So that's kind of where not sure exactly where we want to look at this. The Brewers have absolutely smoked Logan Webb for his career. XB of 374, X Woba 442. So we'll preview some of those matchups and why that's the case. But Burns. I don't know. Um, you're you're hoping you're buying low almost, right? Salary is going to be affected, so I'd be looking at that. Zach Davies is starting for the Arizona Diamondbacks today, and his numbers are not great for his career against them. So, no to Davies. Brandon Williamson is making his first start against the Cubs in his career. Also, Tanner Bibby. Uh, look. I know Bibby doesn't have a lot we can base off of, right, in terms of matchups, but with Tanner Bibby, um, right-hand pitcher, um, really good slider, uh, I think Bibby honestly could be a guy we could give a, some some looks to against, you know, this team in the Cardinals that are pretty right-handed dominant. So just, just kind of a thought. I'd look at Bibby. You know, I, I think he would be like, I do a Kershaw Bibby pair today. I think that'd be great. And then we have Justin Verlander at Coors Field. Love love the player, love the matchup. Don't love the stadium. So I don't like the matchup actually. Chase Anderson is again going for the 
Rockies. My favorite pitcher on a different team, Edward Cabrera, is going against Shohei Otani. So again, Cabrera throws 95 mile per hour change. I think I, you know, I think Cabrera might be the most inter- one of the most interesting pitchers in all baseball, just with his repertoire and kind of like right the changeup, the type of movement he gets on it, just how hard he throws it. It's just he can't go long in the games. It's so frustrating. So I can't say to take him. And then you got Shohei Otani today going against Marlins. That's that's top matchup, one of them of today. There's your pitcher report. A lot of a lot of studs going. Is what I'm. It was what I just said, and if you can get in in the morning ones, I'd look at Severino. You know, I'd look at Bassett. I didn't even touch on Framber Valdez against the Athletics. Of course, you're gonna look at Framber Valdez. The, the matchup's great. XBA of 237, expected well, but 256. Um, Exit Velo is he's limited hard contact. Looking at that, I and again, I'd look at Brady Singer. Even Vince Velasquez, Clayton Kershaw, a lot of good guys to go today. Um, we're going to then move here and talk some matchups here. So let's go through those top matchups of today. But before we do that, we need to thank Point Brewery, right? Saturday, it's summer. We got Point Brewery on our side. Um, again, diet root beer here. Great root beer flavor along with a nice refreshing vanilla. Right, zero calories, zero sugar, and it's perfect. Right in a bottle, they have them in cans now. I just, I still love that. Like the, just bring them in cans. You know, going to tailgate for brewery game, which I'll be going to a couple in the upcoming weeks. It's exciting stuff. I mean, that's I don't know how else to put in any other words. It's exciting. What's going on? If you're 21 or plus, they have tours going on. Check that out on their social media. Links are down below. So thank you, Point Brewery. Okay, matchups. So although we have a lot of aces going, we still have some crazy matchups, crazy good matchups. Top one, if you can capitalize, Anthony Rizzo. 396 average with an OPS over 1,000, almost 1,100 against Michael Waka for his career. That includes three home runs, four walks to five strikeouts. And again, that's 62 plate appearances we're looking at. Tell you, crazy stuff. And that's what we want today. Starling Marte against Chase Anderson at Coors Field now, too. He is, he's been 432, OPS over 1,200. Two home runs, two walks, five strikeouts. Some other extra base hits thrown in there as well. Alec Bohm against Charlie Morton, 435 for him average-wise. And that's in 24 plate appearances. Bryce Harper, also very dominant against him. Six walks to eight strikeouts, OPS over 1,100. Harper, Bohm, we're looking at potentially a Philly stack. I got number three here, right? If you can, if you pay up, get the studs, make a stack here with Philly, you could be getting some good value. And here's the other one, right? It's JT Romilto, 10 for 32. And he's got... Like the OPS isn't there for batting 313 against him, but he's made relatively you know good contact in that, and then also only six strikeouts in 33 plate appearances. So not bad. I would be monitoring Romuto or maybe pair another guy like Bryson Stott. We'll talk about there's some others here. Though Travis Darno against Zach Wheeler, probably not gonna be in it'll be will be interesting, right? With Sean Murphy. Um Potentially DHing um, is Darno. Uh, OPS over 1100 for him. Might want to get him in that lineup today. 
DJ LeMahieu is batting 389 against Michael Waka for his career. Only four strikeouts as well. Some decent extra base hits thrown in there also. Yuli Gurriel against Shohei Otani. Yes, he's batting 300. Um, I, I, I don't advise taking him today, though, but interesting with the matchup. Next up, we have, we have a lot of a lot of guys with a pretty big sample size against players today. Tim Anderson, though, against Michael Lorenzen. I'd monitor that. Good career numbers for him. So, looking at Anderson against Lorenzen. Other ones, Carlos Correa. Hopefully, he can get on track against Chris Bassett, although a tough matchup. Four walks to three strikeouts in that. And then OPS at 1,100. So, there, there's one to monitor. Next up, Marcus Simeon against Dean Kramer. He has a OPS over 1,100. Or, uh, I was looking at the wrong one. Oh, OPS over 1,300. Yep, but still a great matchup. One home run also included in that sample size. So those are like the stars, you know, who have some experience against these guys you might want to pay up on. I have a few other guys with, you know, less of a sample size. Gavin Sheets against Michael Lorenzen. Um has only gotten out once by him in his career so far. Also, has not struck out yet against him. Also, Jorge Mateo, Austin Hayes, both have good numbers against Andrew Heaney. So, just keeping the, both those right-handed hitters in mind. Also, Ryan Mountcastle. Call me crazy, but I, I know it's probably like he had a rough start when they played that when they played him. But it's interesting to see um, Hayes, Mateo, Mountcastle. It almost makes a stack right there. You know it. it it almost does. It's an again we have to account for also, you know, if he Heaney's gonna how many innings he's gonna pitch. So it's just interesting to see that. Um, but I wouldn't be opposed taking one of those three in the lineup. If I'm taking one, I think I'm taking I think I'm taking Mountain Castle. So there you go. Those were just some of the matchups I wanted to look at. Now we're gonna go look at park factors. We're gonna look at the weather, right? Of course, Corvus Field is the best place to hit today. Doesn't surprise me. Oriole Park looks like a good place to hit as well. Plus 4% for runs. And then we have Chase Field and Truist Park. So Chase Field, Arizona, Truist Park, Atlanta. Plus 2%, plus 1% run change. So we have some places not good to play. Wind is blowing in in Wrigley. Minus 21%. Wind is not ideal either in Comerica. So the... There are games where we're looking at runs. Well, okay, American Family Field's thrown in here at minus twelve percent, but it's again the stadium's and the roof's gonna be closed. So places that are not ideal: Angel Stadium, Comerica, Wrigley Field, Progressive Field. So like, there's like four stadiums or so that aren't ideal for runs today. But you know, we're we're just gonna monitor that. Uh, looking at like postponement wise, if we think games are going to get to that level, um, no, it looks like all the games today should be clean, you know, clear. It's just, you know, the wind is going to be wind is going to be tough in some places. Wrigley's going to be so. I didn't really mention any of the guys there, and I honestly, the over under eight and a half, they're ready for it. So, just, just some over unders before I talk about, you know, some park data more. Uh, Yankee Stadium, San Diego, over-unders 8.5, again, w- with weather. Minnesota, Toronto's eight runs, also because of weather. And then we have some 7.5 thrown in here. 
And then Coors is at 11, 11 runs. So Vegas is telling you, right, when we look at over-unders, and why I like to look at this is kind of looking at where Vegas thinks the runs are going to be scored, right? And right now we're looking, again, the, the over-unders already up to 11 in Colorado. So we're looking at 11 runs potentially, right? Right there. A um, lot of offense could be thrown in there. I already gave some guys for New York, but we'll talk more about who gets the best matchups here in a second. Thanks to ballpark pal. So we're going to do it. We'll look at who has the best matchups today per ballpark pal, right? Some and ballpark pal really likes Boston. They, they like some of Boston centers against Zach Davies, right? But then also some of Washington centers. I'll go through the names here specifics in a sec. Just want to talk about like how their lineups are constructed and what we're looking at. They they do like the bottom of the order here for Boston. Right? right? Guys like Tristan Casas. They like Emmanuel Valdez. Also Connor Wong, the, the catcher. Um, but when I'm looking here with right, Zach Davies, for sure I'm looking at um I, I think Valdez might honestly you're getting some good value with today, right? Projected to bat in the seven spot. Um good numbers and then also the right the, the probability the, the runs created chain percent changes at 40 percent you know positively here for uh that's actually for Wong, but for valdez it's 32 percent so in summary i'm talking about emmanuel valdez being a good matchup one of those guys to like plug in with those stacks i mentioned also then going with washington i i did mention taking brady singer but there are a few guys in that lineup who who stand out in Ballpark Pal's ma- model. And one of them being, right, Corey Dickerson, near the bottom of the order there, too, at the seven spot. Luis Garcia's coming off a six-hit game. He also stands out. Uh, Daniel Vogelbach and Coors. They, they love Daniel Vogelbach today, does Ballpark Pal. So maybe another guy to plug in in your lineup if you have a spot. Um, just looking at if Vogelbach's in the lineup. Also, so we have to monitor, wait, wait for lineups to come out. I'm looking at Brett Beatty as well. I think he's going to be in the middle of the order. Pretty good spot for him today. Francisco Alvarez has been hot. So hot that I think he's going to be a good play today. And I'd be monitoring taking him. And then also, I have a few more guys I want to throw in before I just give, give a few more of my stacks that I'd be interested in. Right, I talked about Boston stack. I'll talk more through that one. But then also I right, I hit on Baltimore stack. Um, but just some individual guys who could complement your lineup. Potentially Nick Prado against Josiah Gray. Uh Nick Prado again in that Kansas City Royals lineup. I'd be monitoring looking at that because that it's an interesting series Kansas City Washington two teams 15 and 37 are the Royals 22 29 are the Nationals uh, Gray's numbers are very are good this year though so I'm so I'm more focused right singers he raised seven and a half I talked about what he was able to do last year not really able to keep it up as much but a good matchup really for him uh but Prado's gonna be bad and lead off uh for the Royals could be a good spot also right Vinny Pasquantino Ben, number two there. So both those guys, maybe we give an extra look to. So there's some specifics on that. But before we go, I'm going to highlight some stacks, and we'll talk through those. So 
All right, I, I hit on the Baltimore stack, kind of how that would look in, in my eyes. Mateo Batten, eight. He's, he's the eight hitter today. And then he potentially, like, might be a little too far, but going, like, Mateo to Mountcastle to potentially Hayes, you could do, like, an eight, three, five. You're not really going to capitalize too much on, like, the impact there. So it might be better if you would do Hayes, Mountcastle, and potentially even Ramon Urias. I didn't even mention him, but just with how the lineup may be constructed, it might work out best doing it that way. And then a potential stack, right? Hogan Harris is starting for the athletics. I didn't talk much about him. We don't have much on him, but I can tell you that Alex Bregman's in a good spot today. Um, can Jose Breo turn it around? That's a good question. But then also Kyle Tucker, you know, not, not just like I'm fading Jordan. I think Jordan would be good, but based on the price, I don't know if it's worth it today. So that was another stack I was monitoring. Um, again, I'm looking at Tanner Bibby today as a good play. Um, in terms of fantasy. And then that Boston stack, I'll talk about the Mets stack here before we go. So Boston stack, it would be like Valdez, potentially Connor Wong, and then I'd go Yoshida. I'd go 7-9-2 on that stack. I think you could that would work out for you. The New York Mets then, if we can get, if Vogelbeck gets in the lineup, I, I think he's a great option today. Then against Chase Anderson, I'm looking at, I'm literally looking at like the top of the order here. I'm looking at like, Francisco Lindor, Jeff McNeil, Brett Beatty, those three guys, the three-man stack there. And I've, based on matchups, I'm looking at I'm looking at Colorado. Um, Jerkson Profar is a guy who stands out for me as a good matchup today with Colorado, potentially just picking a guy there in the top. Elise Diaz has been hot. And we have a question here sent in by AJ. Any core plays for the early slate I should build around? Yeah, I was I was kind of touching on this. So um here I'll I'll raise up here so you can see my face with the question. Thank you, AJ, for sending in the question before we wrap up here. Um the core plays. So we were talking this right, the the slate here early wise. We're looking at San Diego, New York, we're looking at Severino Waka, we're looking at all right, the White Sox Tigers. Regarding pitching wise, I and I'm again we're talking ballpark pal, they're linked down below. They really prefer Chris Bassett's matchup today against the Twins, weather-wise too. But Bassett, in their eyes, has is undervalued in terms of where he, you know, what his price is at. I can give you in his in their starting pitcher projections, right? Look at projection-wise, looking at Bassett's actually one of the top matchups today, projected six point eight strikeouts, and then they also are projecting him to go six and a third innings. So, looking at that, they also give win probability. And they give him a 41% chance to get the win today. When you look at that, that is tied for second today. So Bassett is the guy, if you're looking at a pitcher, although the weather's not ideal, Anthony Rizzo was a guy I touched on earlier in the episode who has great career numbers off Waka. I'm looking at him. So if you're looking like core guys, there's a pitcher right there, uh, a hitter in, again, Anthony Rizzo. But then also we looked at Tim Anderson as great career numbers against Lorenzen, who's, who's struggled as of late. And then we've also touched on Lopez has not done so well against this Toronto Blue Jays team. And including in that is Brandon Belt is a good option. So I'd give you Belt, Rizzo, Bassett are the three. So those are, those are some guys I was looking at. I think there's stack potential-wise if you're looking at it. 
Uh, weather's not ideal in any of these early games, so it's tough to forecast some offensive you know plays here. But that's what I'm looking at. Thank you, AJ, for the question. And that's going to close it out here for myself, Drew Skyberg at Drew Sports Crew on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I'll have my Fantasia picks plays. It's over under fantasy here. All those posts. If you're interested in joining the beta, reach out at Drew Sports Crew. Send you a beta code or early access code, I guess is probably the better word on that. But thank you all for listening here to another episode of Drew's Baseball Crew and Drew Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.